My special guests today just dropped their full-length debut album last Friday. They are Dirty Honeys, Mark LaBelle, and John Notto. Hey, guys. Andy. Greetings from hey, Des Moines. Andy. What's going on? How's Des Moines doing? Des Moines misses Dirty Honey. Well, <laughs> we we had a blast. We had a blast yeah. when we rolled through there, man. I appreciate you saying that. It was uh, the Rock Girl pageant, if I remember right, and one of our last yeah. sort of bits of normalcy before everything kind of went to S, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was uh, I was just reminiscing with John about that night. That was a uh, that was a fun that was a fun night. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you for coming on the show today. I got a lot of ground to cover here, including a full-length album, which I'll get to shortly. But it's crazy to think that it was December 2019, and it seems so long ago now. But what has your experience been like over the past year plus? Mostly boring. (laughs) (laughs) Other than the last week, really, and and, and the month of uh, pre, you know, like doing demos and, and recording the album. Yeah, pretty boring. John and I uh, experimented with trimming weed for a minute. That was fun. Nice. <laughs> Legal out here in Cali. No, nothing, nothing like a cash business to keep you uh, <laughs> keep you afloat while you're uh, <laughs> trying to survive through a pandemic. We know about mm-hmm. cash crops here in Iowa, so it's all good. All good, right? Different kind we of crop, but have them here. <laughs> You had built up some nice momentum thanks to the EP and the success of When I'm Gone and Rolling Sevens. Were there plans to continue touring through the pan- or before the pandemic hit, or was that cycle largely finished and the next step was to then start working on this album? We were honestly, we were going to fly to Australia to record again with, with our producer Nick uh, in, it was like March 18th, I believe, right around there. And then maybe a couple days before the pandemic got really serious. But after the uh, the recording, we were going right right back to the road to do some radio shows, and then we had a whole other tour planned in May, and all summer we were going to be out with, with a great band, and then we were going to do Europe for the first time. Like We had plans through, I think, October at least of, mm. of 2020 um, that obviously were stifled. Yeah. It, was a, it was a very exciting-looking year, to be honest. Ah. Well, yeah. I, I hope we can get back to that sooner or later, uh, sooner than later, I should say. Dirty Honey has thrown their hat in the ring for the rock and roll renaissance of 2021 here. The self-titled album is out. Uh, a lot of new rock releases dropping this year, and I'm guessing everyone's methods in order to make the music was a pretty sizable pivot from business as usual. How did the creative process for this album differ from what you've been used to, both technically and personally? Well, this time we did it here in America. So we'd only made the EP before this, which was in Australia, so that was different. Um, And then once we were in the studio, uh, it was different in that we had to rely on uh, a couple pieces of uh, Internet or, you know, digital technology in order to communicate with our producer. Uh, We used uh, Zoom and then also a program called Listen To by Audio Movers, and uh, it actually was quite seamless. We were able to each have uh, a view of our producer in our booth via our phones and then through our headphones and a talkback mic we were able to talk seamlessly with Nick, our producer. So that was different, Mm. uh, but not as much of a wrinkle as we had maybe feared. Um, We did fear that. Um, And then, of course, it was our first time recording in a sort of world-class studio, uh, you know, for real. I think we had been in one in our demo days before 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 but um 
yeah, you know, we recorded at Henson, which is uh, a legendary room, and uh, that was pretty exciting. So it was actually entirely different. <laughs> now, yeah. It all seemed to work out. I mean, the sound of the album is fantastic, and maybe that's partially a byproduct of the room that you're playing in that you alluded to there. But, um, you know, there's also the fact that you are doing this thing a little bit different or a lot differently with your producer and the fact that it comes out sounding like it did. And I'm guessing you guys are all more than satisfied with the sound of the record. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're pretty happy with it. Um, I, I think just, yeah, like you said, by virtue of being in a world-class studio, I think the, the sonic uh, landscape of the record definitely took a jump up. Um, but also I think, uh, I think John specifically um, really found his, his sound through uh, a couple amps he was using and figured out how to blend those in the recording process. And, uh, he was also using some very, very, very nice guitars. Um, mm. thanks to yeah, the great Brendan O'Brien. Um, so that, that makes things a little easier too. And I think the other guys too, even were also, uh, happy to use their own gear. Cause when we flew to Australia, it was the very beginning of hoping this all would work out. So, we basically flew with our backpacks and used with whatever gear Nick had, which was good gear, but, you know, it wasn't our gear. Um, so I know Corey particularly was very happy to use his own drum set. And you can hear that. You can hear it in his playing. He was just totally settled. California Dreamin' is the lead single, which it sounds great on our station. Uh, cool concept for the video, too, with all the interesting locales portrayed there. Do you scout those shooting locations, or does someone suggest certain spots for videos like California Dreamin'? Yeah, I'll take this one. So <laughs> I, I worked as a, a location scout, you know, while we were playing clubs um, in L.A., and, you know, so I had somewhat of a, a deep knowledge of these random and also very beautiful locations throughout California. But, uh, you know, they're kind of a mixture of my lo- location scouts are basically the guys that find locations on film and TV sets. Mm. Um, you know, so I-, I worked on like Sons of Anarchy, for instance. And, you know, there's some obviously some strange, dirty locations on that show that we knew about and used in the video. Um, but then mix that with you know, going to your favorite motorcycle riding places that you're familiar with all over California, you come up with a pretty, pretty good um, cross section of what's what's here in Cali. So we use we use pretty much everything that we knew about, and uh, you know, the video was was definitely better for it. We just kind of wish we had more time to spend at some of the more beautiful places for sure. I mean, John, that backdrop during your big guitar solo—that's rock god stuff right there, buddy. Thank you, man. Uh, uh, Mark sent me a, a couple of pictures of sand dunes, and, and he was like, what do you think about doing your solo on one of these? And uh, the only response I had was, you have to do the Michael Bay shot around here. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was it, done, we were settled. So, yeah, I was very excited about it, um, and I think it came out great, and, and I think we shot like half a take and just peeked at it, and we were like, oh, wow, this is going to be amazing, and I didn't even look at it again. Boy, did it. it sure did turn out that way, man. Very impressive. A couple things left here, guys, before I let you go. What's the music scene in Southern California like in 2021, specifically Los Angeles? It seems to me that, at least judging by the music Dirty Honey creates, the spirit of the decade of decadence and some of those 70s rockers still resides on legendary stretches like the Sunset Strip. Is that true? I think uh, we'd hope for that, but I, I'm not... I, well, in 2021, it's a little... 
unique considering the the situation we're all in. I was I was actually speaking with another musician uh, who's who's kind of on his way up the other night, and he's just trying to get started. And he was like, "There's nowhere to play right now." Literally, I mean, that's where where we're at. Um, you know, but there was a Silver Lake sort of like hipster rock thing happening before the pandemic that was kind of dying off, and I think. Uh, I think we weren't part of. <laughs> yeah, we, we did a gig here in L.A., um, you know, kind of right before everything was starting to happen for us, and we were on a bill with a bunch of uh, sort of electronic artists and stuff, and, man, I, people appreciated a band playing live instruments and singing live so much that night because we were up against everybody else playing the tracks and stuff. Oh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, they they were like, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. That blew my mind. So, wow. you know, um, was, I think we're yeah. we're reintroducing the our like generation to rock and roll and live music, which is kind of cool. Well, I'm really excited to get you guys back out onto the road again and, and get you back here in Des Moines as well. We had such a good time with you guys that night at the Rock Girl pageant. Mark LaBelle is the voice. John Notto is the guitarist in Dirty Honey. The debut LP is available now, and it looks like it's uh, come out in a variety of different iterations, including physical product like a vinyl. Uh, I saw you, Mark, uh, unwrapping a vinyl copy of the on the band's Twitter feed the other day, um, which is very cool. Thank you for doing that. We that's That's the number one priority for John and I. Yeah. Oh man, I love vinyl. Same. So I was very elated when we had our first record on vinyl. I felt uh, a, a very big sense of achievement in my life. Yeah, to be able to hold something of your own like that after growing yeah. up, probably holding other people's and going, "God, wouldn't it be great to have one with my name on it?" You know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And to be so proud of it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Well, it's a great album, you guys. I'm really happy for you, and I cannot wait. Like I said, to get you back on the road again, playing shows, playing these new songs. I'm sure you're itching to get out. Um, I know our time is up here, but uh, just wanted to thank you again, both of you, for coming on with me, and uh, look forward to our next meeting. Yeah. Thanks for having us, Andy. And uh, man, hopefully we'll get out there soon it, it seems like there's a light at the end of the tunnel but uh we're, we're really excited to play these tunes live so hopefully like you said it's sooner than later fingers crossed till next time gents thanks again take yeah, care man, man.